Week one of the college football season included Deion Sanders in Colorado stealing the show. Week two includes Texas and Alabama. Out to the KDUS hotline we go. We're now joined the sports end by Pete Futak, publisher of uh, collegefootballnews.com, uh, part of the SI Media Group. And Pete, always good to have you on the show. It's been uh, We've been doing this for a few years now. You've been doing it to your uh, collegefootballnews.com for many years. Let's start with Colorado. 20-and-a-half-point underdog, winning the opener at TCU. TCU certainly, uh, TCU certainly did not resemble the team that reached the national championship game a season ago. But what impressed you the most about Colorado during that uh, win last Saturday? Well, the thing to remember is TCU did rep- resemble that team. Because if you remember, they didn't have much of a defense. Like, yeah, this, you can bunch that thing. I mean, they got destroyed by Michigan. Uh, after about, you know, actually throughout the whole game. But the last, like, 12 quarters have been pretty awful for TCU's defense. And they weren't that great defensively last year in every game, but they managed to find ways to pull games out. And they almost did. So, in all the, the praise and, and things and love going to you know, Coach Prime, oh my gosh, do you believe, and all that kind of stuff, if TCU doesn't screw up a couple times, this, this whole narrative sort of changes. But obviously it's amazing. I mean, like, look, this is, if you're a Colorado fan, that's the dream. I mean, it's, it's, it's the dream of any fan of a bad team that one guy comes in and instantly takes the team from nothing to a big deal and does it by getting rid of the bad players and bringing in a bunch of good players. And forget how he did it, and if it wasn't, you know, nice and everything. But that's how it's supposed to be done. This is sports. This is how it works. And uh, for let's see what they do this week against Nebraska going forward. And certainly he's going to have to quickly be able to take criticism of some sort, which no human on the planet seems less interested in taking criticism than Dion. Uh, <laughs> but for now, this thing really is, is looking great and looks like a whole lot of fun. Okay, so they're ranked 22nd in the AP poll this week. Are you okay with that? And I think more importantly, do you think they'll be ranked at the end of the season? I don't know if they're going bowling this season. Let's if you look at the rest. This is all fun. If you remember, Wolf, they're probably going to beat Nebraska this week, and they're going to beat Colorado next week. But if you remember. Three years ago, was it, when Mississippi State opened the season with under Mike Leach, late Mike Leach, and K.J. Costello threw for like 900 yards against defending national champion LSU. And it's like, uh-oh, look out, here we go. And they scored a grand total of 30 points in the four games after that. So, like, I think this is going to work. I think this has staying power. But they're going to run into Oregon and USC after this first three-game run. We're going to see if this thing is sustainable week after week or if, like you said, maybe TCU just isn't that great. It was only returning like three starters, and they had a whole bunch of reworking to do, and they still were able to move the ball at will. So I hope it works. I dog Dion, but he's probably my favorite sports personality of all time. So uh, it's, I hope it works. I hope this is a fun thing. Uh, but look, you know, it's only going to get bigger the more this thing keeps rolling. 
Okay, the Pac-12, at least for one more year, still intact. And counting week zero, the Pac-12, 13-0. and zero. Now, most years, I'm already asking a question at some point in September where the, the Pac-12 has been eliminated from the college football playoff. Instead, right now, should I be asking whether the Pac-12 might be the top heavy, at least the, the best top heavy conference in college football? And maybe, or should I be asking, is the college football playoff out of the question this season because all those teams at the top are going to knock each other out? We're about to know a little more. I mean, can Utah win at Baylor? Uh, can Colorado beat Nebraska? You know, even like I, I think UCLA is going to murder San Diego State, but that's a road game for the Bruins. They're going down the road a little bit. Oregon's got a, uh, a tough game ahead. Uh, Arizona State's got a tough game this week. Arizona is going off this week. So, like, all these different teams are now about to get tested. So let's see if they're still, you know, if a, if a Washington State can beat uh, Wisconsin this week, if a Washington can go to Michigan State and win next week, they still have to prove it overall. But if nothing else, the, the talent level in this conference on top, I mean, the quarterbacks are amazing. I mean, you're going to have, it, it, look, you know, I still think if he puts it all together and is consistent that DJ Uyunglele not has all the tools to be the number one overall pick in the draft, and he might be like the fifth or sixth most productive quarterback in the conference this year. I mean, you're still Caleb. Uh, Shador Sanders is an NFL quarterback. Bo Nix is playing amazing. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. is going to probably lead the nation in passing. Uh, Cameron Morden, Washington State, was excellent. Jaden Delora down at Arizona. So, I mean, it's just week after week, everyone's got a quarterback. So it's just going to make the league that much more fun before they all leave and go out of places. So who wins the conference? USC. They're, it's, the, the offense is still amazing. The defense is just a little better, and it kind of gets lost uh, in the shuffle that had Caleb not hurt that hamstring. I'm not going to just say they beat Utah because Utah was playing great, but at least they're closer. And if that happens, they go to the college football playoff. So uh, I still think Utah is going to be dangerous uh, in the end. Uh, but I think USC is just that offense. As long as 13 is okay, no one's stopping that thing. Okay. I got Oregon State at 10-1 to win the Pac-12. They have a good offensive line, good running back. Actually, a couple good running backs, but Martinez is really good. You mentioned DJ. I think their defense at Oregon State might be the best in the Pac-12. Am I crazy at thinking Oregon State at 10-1 to was a good idea? Not crazy. I mean, they could get in the mix. Uh, I mean, it's just there's so many. I mean, like you kind of mentioned, how many other landmines can you get by, though? Can you get by Oregon again? Can you beat Washington State? Can you beat – look, you mentioned, like, Cal. Cal was – that, that win at North Texas, is everyone blew it off, yeah, whatever. That's a road game uh, against a team with a pretty dangerous offense. You know, ask Texas Tech going to Wyoming how uh, how easy that is to do sometimes to get be a fish out of water. And they look, that was one of the best performances by Cal in years. Uh, and so we'll see a little more about that group. Stanford is a little bit tough. You know, that's not going to be the easy out it was. So there's so many different, you know, problems. To get to just to get to the Pac-12 championship, much less win it. So you know why not? I, I just, like it's kind of like you know, okay, USC. I think is kind of a given right at this point. I think Utah's the other team that gets there, but you can name it just about anybody else and say, yeah, other than maybe Arizona State and Stanford, and say why not? You know why not? Why can't this all kind of come together at once? 
Pete Futak, publisher of collegefootballnews.com, is currently in the sports zone. All right, the ACC, uh, 2-0 and zero against the SEC. Florida State and North Carolina dominating in the second half to beat LSU and South Carolina. How good are Florida State? Uh, how good is Florida State? And does uh, North Carolina, God forbid, actually have a decent defense? That's crazy. I, that's you know, core belief shattered this weekend. I I, I thought <laughs> one that uh, no way LS, that Florida State was going to lose to LSU wasn't totally shocked by that. I was shocked that South Carolina, North Carolina wasn't like a 65-62 firefight. I mean, it's that's they, they have never had defense in North Carolina and. They showed up large for that. So that was pretty amazing. Um, I still think that it was such an outlier on Monday night and that Clemson, there's too much talent for them to be that bad. They don't have a deep threat wide receiver. That's going to be their downfall from the transfer portal. It's going to kill them at some point. But they don't use the transfer portal to get them. But Florida State's still got to go. Clemson, and I, I don't think that, the, oh my gosh, the Dabo era is over. I'm not there yet with them, so that's a dangerous game. Florida State's supposed to go to Pitt. That's a dangerous game. There's a bunch of other kind of you know dangerous battles here and there, but certainly right now, Florida State looks like it's a team that's about to do a whole lot of big things. Uh, I I still will not buy North Carolina. I think mean, it's just like South Carolina's just not as strong as we might have thought in the preseason uh but certainly that's going to be a uh, a team that if you ain't got drake may you've got a player of that caliber then certainly uh that's a team that's going to be a tough out each week okay so let's play a little bit of the uh, reason for concern or no big deal game that i like to play occasionally so let's bring that back let's talk about lsu reason for concern or no big deal no big deal it, it was uh it just they had it week one is such such a crazy thing because it's it, it just you, all eight months that you've been waiting for this, and all of a sudden everything comes together at once. It kind of gets lost a little like the TCU Colorado thing where it, they screwed up. I mean, they should have been up three touchdowns in the first half, and for whatever reason, they just lost it in the second half. I mean, give Florida State credit because they were good, uh, and they had the receivers, and uh, they made the who made the plays, and else you didn't. But you could point to like four different plays where, including a bunch of fourth downs inside the three yard line, where it looked like they should have punched it in, and all of a sudden it would be a very different game. Or there's a dropped pass where the guy had it, and his neighbors had it, and could have turned and gone and dropped it. You know, little things like that, and they just sort of added up, and then it turned into a route. You saw the same thing with TCU. They got down there twice, give Colorado credit for making the plays, but two end zone picks. You saw that with Nebraska and Minnesota. They had it and just made two bad errors. You saw that with Clemson, where if they don't keep fumbling, and the crazy stat with that was they didn't score and they didn't punt in the second half, where they kept getting down there. And so, again, give the defenses credit for making mistakes, but there's a lot of week one happening where – teams just weren't quite as gelled and uh, the timing wasn't quite as right as it should have been. Okay, let's go to Clemson here. You know, reason for concern or no big deal. And just to add to that, uh, the last two, three seasons, 
you know, Clemson, it seems like their offensive line has declined. And have they run out of wide receivers? They had a wide receiver that was like in the NFL or a couple forever. And I'm not sure they have any of those guys now. And with all the doom and gloom, had they not collapsed in the fourth quarter against South Carolina, they're in the college football playoff last year. So uh, it, I, I'm with you. I, in, in your is reason for concern or not, no, with the defense, because they've got as much NFL talent on that defensive front as anybody. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they, they've been missing. Everyone dogged D.J. Oyungle but he got killed by his receivers and dropped passes when he was there. And then he had to be tentative, and the offense didn't work, and he got blamed, and he got blamed for it. And now that's why I sort of think he's about to blow up and become the guy we were all waiting for. But they just they are desperately missing Though at least two or three different dangerous downfield threats that they, like you said, they used to always have. So that, yeah, that is a concern because that's not there. Okay, one more reason for concern and no big deal: the Ohio State offense. No, it, it, again, week one. At the end of the day, they won by twenty points in a Big Ten road game. So if you kind of you know, take it like that, I mean, it's fine. The defense was amazing. You can't have that much talent and be that mediocre. They have the best receivers in college football. They have NFL running backs. They have an NFL offensive line. The quarterback play will step up in time. And remember, Ohio State kind of does this. They should have lost to Minnesota a couple years ago in the opener if Bo Ibrahim didn't get hurt halfway through the game. Uh, And it turned out to be all right. Uh, they opened the season one year at Florida Atlantic where they were kind of eh. They opened the season one year in Navy and they were kind of eh. And every once in a while, yes, they hung 77 on Oregon State here, and I think they hung 77 on Bowling Green one year. So every once in a while, they come out roaring. But it's Ohio State. They'll just kind of keep plowing through, and the offense will perk up a little bit. For them, as long as the defense keeps playing like that, they are 11-0 going into the Michigan game. Talking with Pete Futak, publisher of collegefootballnews.com. All right, so let's get to this Saturday. Alabama hosting Texas. Handicap that game for us. Alabama. I'm not going to, until it's, when in doubt, just assume that Alabama. It's it's home game. You've got a team that feels disrespected. Oh, my gosh, this, you know, no one believes in us. We're just this little program that, you know, maybe will, God willing, will be able to field a team this week. And just, they seem like they're one of those teams that, it's going to come out grouchy, and uh, I Texas is nice. I will. I'm a believer. It's the best team in the Big Twelve. I do think it's going to have its moments against this Bama secondary, uh, but when push comes to shove, Alabama just keeps pushing and shoving. I I think they roll. Texas. Okay, you think you just answered my next question there? You think they're going to roll? So Texas plus seven, not a good idea. It you know it's again my I'm the one who thought that Clemson was going to destroy Duke because there's always a blowout on Monday night Labor Day games it turned out to be the other way and uh, I, I thought that LSU would be Florida State and I thought North Carolina South Carolina would be a shootout so it's not crazy I'm not going to be shocked if Texas pulls this off I just kind of think that Alabama is about to sort of make a couple of statements that says you know what. Yeah, everyone loves Georgia, but we're here too. Who's the second best team in the Big Twelve? Uh, uh, well, we need to see more out of Oklahoma on whether or not this is real. 
that was a cathartic opener for them where they scored a gajillion points just to kind of be like, all right, you know, last year stunk. We're just going to make a, we're just going to show a little something early on. I, I was going to be in on Texas Tech until they did that against Wyoming. Uh, yeah. but they're still good. I mean, they're still, they still got the makeup to be really good. They just sort of collapsed in Laramie because weird things happen at Wyoming sometimes. But, uh, Kansas State, I, I, I'm kind of waiting for the defending Big Big 12 champs to, uh, to kind of, kind of creep into this again where everyone's going to talk about everyone else. And then all of a sudden, Kansas State's just sort of there. So mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna, I, I do think Texas, Oklahoma, like I said, Oklahoma will see a little bit more out of it, but they certainly might be that. And it, I think Kansas State's going to just kind of hang around and be there at the end, too. For the record, I'm on Kansas State, Pete. So I'm good to hear. Good to hear that. Brilliant, right. smart, beautiful men think alike. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I don't know about beautiful, but smart. Hopefully. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Pete. I'm sure we'll be talking throughout the season. Always a pleasure talking to you. Anytime. You have a great weekend.